Hey, my name is Jason, and you're listening to the Embrace Church Podcast. God is doing some incredible things at each one of our locations in South Dakota and Minnesota. To learn more about Embrace and maybe plan your visit, head on over to imembrace.com. We hope today's message brings you hope, inspires you, and encourages you in your walk with God. Let's dive in to today's message. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Adam. I'm one of the pastors here, and I'm personally so glad that you decided to come and worship with us here today. I hope this finds you well. And when I say that, I truly hope this finds you well. I hope you're not climbing the walls too much. Hope that the kids aren't driving you certifiably insane yet either. Again, we're excited that you're here. These are obviously the strangest, craziest, most bizarre days ever. And yet, in times like this, there are some good things that happen as well. People come together. People people serve one another. People look to love one another. And also people post some of the most amazing things and memes online ever as well. And so folks, sometimes you need to laugh so you don't cry. And and so this week I decided to go looking for some memes and some posts around toilet paper. I still don't know why we have a shortage of toilet paper, but we do. And so check out uh, a few of the posts that I found. I thought they were fantastic. This first one says, due to toilet paper shortage, use litter box until further notice. Please bear I thought that was good. Uh, another one that I loved right now, toilet paper is so expensive, but if you want to find a deal, maybe look into this one. It says toilet paper, $3,999, but free one carat diamond ring with purchase. And so there's that. Uh, that's a good deal if you're looking. Uh, this one as well, and to think I almost threw away the unmatched socks. Uh, if you have your unmatched socks, go search the bottom of your closets, get that. This last one is by far my favorite though. Uh, in times like this, you need to take drastic measures, and uh, this older couple has decided to plant toilet paper in their garden. It is springtime. It is uh, planting season, and so maybe uh, something to consider there. I thought that was, I thought that was awesome. Today, though, uh, we're going to start a new series called Scattered. And I'm praying this series will meet us in this place, in this time. I'm I'm praying that God will just just come and connect with us uh, today and also next week as well during this this strange season that we're in. And a a quick side note, if you would right now, uh, I'd just encourage you to take a moment and share this. Share this on your Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Um, I've just been praying, not just at Embrace, but I've been praying that during this crazy season that God would open the hearts of a whole bunch of people and that many people would come to trust Jesus, maybe for the first time. And so I just encourage you right now, if you would, uh, I did it myself right before the service. I just encourage you uh, to share this. But to start this series off, uh, we are going to look today at the words of a man named Peter. And just to share about Peter, Peter was a fisherman when he met Jesus. And when he, st- when he started following Jesus, he wanted to be the best follower of Jesus there was. He, he even said, I want to be the greatest, basically. He's like, how do I be the greatest? That's what I want to be. Uh, unfortunately, though, for Peter, Peter, Peter was very human. And when it mattered the most, when Jesus got arrested, Peter denied even knowing Jesus three times. Thankfully, Jesus wasn't done with him. And after being raised from the dead, even though Peter denied him, even though Peter was so imperfect, Jesus made it clear to Peter that he still loved him. He, he made it clear that God wanted to use Peter to spread the name of Jesus like few people would in all of history. 
And this brings us to a letter that, that Peter wrote. It's, it's a letter that we know as First Peter. And Peter is writing this letter to encourage a group of Christians who are being persecuted for their faith. That their lives are on, are on the line, not because of a virus of some kind, but because they're choosing to follow Jesus. It's crazy, right? And, and starting off this letter, just, just listen to how Peter starts off this letter. Here is what Peter says. This letter is from Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ. I am writing to God's chosen people people who are scattered throughout the region. Again, Peter, this imperfect man is writing this letter to a group of people who are what? They're scattered. They're scattered. They're scattered and being persecuted. And yet Peter has a message of encouragement that he wants to get to them. He has a message of encouragement that the people desperately need to hear. And so he's writing this letter to them. Now we, we are in a completely different situation we're not being persecuted at, at, at all, right? And yet, when I read this word scattered, it just felt like a word that was written directly to, to all of us. When I, when I read this word, it just felt like a word that God was speaking to us. It, it just, just felt like we're scattered, all of us, you and I, we're scattered and we need a message. We're scattered and we need a message. Just like the people getting Peter's letter, yet for a completely different reason during this time of complete uncertainty and social distancing, it's easy to feel scattered, isn't it? Even just physically, physically today, we are scattered all over the place. This week, I was just thinking about all the reasons that I love this church, and almost all those reasons are, are people. I, I just think about all the people when, when I'm at the St. Croix campus, there, there, there's Pete, and he's sitting on his scooter in the entryway, greeting people and handing out handshakes. At T, Rick is always in the sound booth, just jamming away, just moving his head, raising his arms up in the air. At Sertoma, there's Josh. Him and his family have attended Embrace since the very, very beginning. He's a quiet man. Oftentimes, I'll see him in the back of the sanctuary. They're just, just there, and I always love just coming up and saying hello to him. At 57th Street, we got Will in the very front row. He's tall. He's this large man with these huge hands. And, and he's worshiping and he's saying amen the entire message. There's nobody better to have in the front row than, than Will. Well, today, none of these people are there. None of them. We're scattered physically. But even more so, we're also emotionally and spiritually scattered. Things that were completely certain just a few days ago. Just think about that. Our job, finances, good health, your schedule, our economy. Our economy a few weeks back, the best it's ever been. Now it all feels so completely uncertain. And some of us more than others, some of us it's, it's affected our schedule, but to others of us, it's turned our world completely upside down and we feel so uncertain and we are scattered. And yet, yet just like Peter, today I have a message of encouragement that I wanna share with all of you. I have a message. And more than me, I truly believe that God, not just me, God has a message of encouragement that he wants to share with us today. Not just you, but also myself. Why? Because so many of us, we are scattered and we need a message. And so again, Peter starts off this letter addressing these people who are scattered. And then listen to what Peter says next. He says, now we live with great expectation 
And we have a priceless inheritance, an inheritance that is kept in heaven for you, pure and undefiled, beyond the reach of change and decay. I love that. And through your faith, God is protecting you by his power until you receive this salvation, which is ready to be revealed on the last day for all to see. Peter's telling them, I know you're scattered and things feel so uncertain for you, but we live with great expectation. Why? Because of Jesus and who he is. We live with great expectation because who he is, who God is, and what he offers us, it can't be touched and it does not change. For all of us here today, if there there was one thing I want us to remember, it would be this, one promise from Peter. It's just this, the world might crumble, but it can't touch this. Again, if you forget anything, everything else, the world might crumble, but it can't touch this. MC Hammer, right? I feel like I should do do, do the dance right now, but it can't touch Jesus. The world might crumble, it can't touch Jesus and all that he promises, all that he offers us, all that he brings into us. I mean, honestly, the world around us might crumble. Our savings account, maybe your savings account, as we speak, it feels like it's crumbling. Our retirement, our, our job, our career, it might crumble. Our, our health, the dreams that we had for 2020, for this year, it all might crumble. Maybe you're in sales right now and you can't do any sales. You can't sell anything. You had a vacation plan like my in-laws did. And you're like, is that going ha- yeah, to happen? You're, you're graduating this year and you're wondering like, am I going to have a graduation party? Like the world around us, it might crumble. It might. J- just to share for myself, last Sunday night, I had my kind of anxious freak out moment, just being honest. I'd be lying if I said otherwise. Yeah, I've been anxious for my parents the last few weeks, but not for myself. But for whatever reason, when the CDC said it was going to be eight more weeks of not having gathered more than 50 people at one time, it just, it just felt really real. And now it's even more restricted, but, but it's just on Sunday night, for some reason, it just felt really, really real. And I'm, I'm embarrassed to say this, but after hearing the news story in my Twitter feed, Beck and I, we ended up going to the grocery store at nine o'clock at night last Sunday. We did. And we didn't hoard things, but we made sure we had enough enough milk, enough bread, enough fruity pebbles, because I, I love them. We've already ran out of fruity pebbles. Uh, enough toilet paper. We had to stop at six different places to find toilet paper. We, we filled both of our, our, our vehicles with gas. Like never before it feels possible that the world might actually crumble. And these things are, are real and they're, they're scary right now. But just to say it though, God has something just as specific and just as real that can't be touched. I mean, right now we're, we're, we're scared and we're worried, but did, did you hear what Peter said? We can live with great expectation. Again, the people getting his letter are being persecuted. Their, their lives are on the line, not because of a virus, but because of, of a personal decision to follow Jesus. I'm worried about what I can buy right now. Peter tells us that what God has is priceless. I'm worried about what might happen. Peter, he tells us to look forward with excitement about how God is gonna show up during this time. I mean, I just want to remind us about who God is. If you've forgotten, I know for myself, I'm so quick to forget. We have a God who loves to take care of us. We have a God who's all-powerful. We have a God who is good. We have a God who's trustworthy. We have a God who loves us even when we doubt him, even when we question him, even when we worry. He, He still loves us. 
We have a God who is forever faithful. Just, just looking back at your life, how has God shown up and provided for you? I mean, really, just think about it. How's, how's he come through for you? Just think about that trial that you never thought you'd make it through. Your divorce, losing your dad, that addiction, that, that affair. And now you didn't just make it through, now you're thriving. Now you're living again. And just think about how you never thought you'd meet someone. You never thought you'd ever be able to have kids. And now just, just look at your family. And that time financially, when it felt like things were over, it just felt like you, it, everything was over. For me personally, I, I think about my parents' bankruptcy that, that they went through when I was in high school. And I think about when I was getting my master's, Beck and I had absolutely nothing. When we had our first son, we had to get government assistance for a few months because we, we couldn't afford bread and milk. And yet we were never, ever without. Every single day, God provided. And honestly, even all these things can crumble, but what can't be touched is Jesus even if the world does crumble, we can live with great expectation because of Jesus. What he brings us, it can't be touched. A peace that surpasses all understanding, it can't be touched. Him rescuing us from our past, from our mistakes, from our blunders, from our sin, it can't be touched. Him making us brand new after we felt so broken and used, it can't be touched. His love that endures forever, it can't be touched. The promise of heaven it cannot be touched. What truly matters the most in life, the world might crumble, but it can't touch this. It can't. Going back to Peter's words, listen to what Peter writes next. Listen to this. He says, so be truly glad Again, the people reading this letter are being killed. Be truly glad. There is wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure many trials for a little while. These trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold, though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. Peter tells them, I know you're scared. And I know it might feel like the world around you is crumbling, but we can have joy. He even says, be glad. Why? Because during this trial, just like fire testing gold, it might be hard and it might even hurt, but we need fire. We need fire to make pure gold. It might be hard and it might even hurt, but we need fire to make pure gold. You've maybe heard this before, maybe you haven't, but how gold is made pure is it's heated. It's heated by a fire, and when it is, the, the impurities rise to the surface. It's heated by, by fire, and when it does, the, the crud and the gold, it, it rises to the surface, and it's skimmed off, making the gold pure. And this process is done over and over again. It's heated by fire, the impurities and crud. It comes to the surface over and over again. Again, we need fire to make pure gold. Just to say it during this strange time, 
during this uncertain season that we're in. Maybe your, your control freakness is, is it just rising to the surface within you. It's just like, oh my gosh, I'm trying to control everything. Maybe it's becoming really, really clear that you've been putting your trust in your job and, and your money. And during this season, it's just, it's just kind of coming to the surface. Maybe it's becoming clear that you say you love Jesus, but you love a bunch of other things a whole lot more. And it's just, it's just kind of coming to the, to the surface. Maybe during this time, you're having hard conversations that, that you've been putting off for a long time and they're, they're just coming come into the surface. Maybe it's fear. You're like, I love Jesus. And yet fear and, and anger and worry is, is rise, rising to the surface. And God is, is using it to, to, to refine us. As this crud comes to the surface, as our, as our control freakness, as our, as our fear, as our anger comes, God is, just, God is just skimming it off. I mean, for all of us, God can use it all, even what we're walking through right now to test and refine us, to test and refine who we are, to test and refine our character, our, our, our priority, our, our family, our, our focus, to test and refine our schedules. Anyone else during this time realize how much crap you have in your schedules? God is just using this time to test and refine us, to test and refine our walk with Jesus. God didn't cause what we're walking through, but he definitely can use it to test and refine us, to, to make us stronger, to make us, to make us better, to make us more and more like Jesus. One more time, we need fire. We need fire to make pure gold. Might hurt, might be uncomfortable, but we need fire to make pure, pure gold. This past Monday afternoon with everything going on, we, we called our team together. We normally meet on Tuesdays, but we, we called our team together on Monday afternoon um, just to, to talk. And we, we, we talked about how we need to get creative as a church. And I have to say, I'm so excited about some of the things we're doing and so many other churches are doing as well. We're not the only ones doing this, but just trying to get creative in, 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 in ways to continue encouraging people, to continue reaching the next person for, for, for Jesus. And I'm so excited. I'm so proud of our, our team. And uh, we also challenged our team during this time to, to serve. Uh, we talked about it last week, coronahelpsf.com. We told all of our staff to sign up and go go and serve, that they can serve and use staff hours to do so. And so I want to encourage you to go and do that. The need is only going to continue to rise. Again, coronahelpsf.com. If you live locally, go do that. If you live up by our St. Croix campus, look for ways that you can help, look for ways that you can give, look for ways that you can serve. And so we talked about all those things. And then we began to talk about our church's finances and, and, the, and the plan that we have. And we shared with our team that we're at a good place as, as a church one of the best places we've ever been coming into the season, but depending on how long all this lasts, we want to be prepared. And away from our run projects and helping with the corona response, we've stopped all other non-essential spending. And, and we're looking for ways, we told our team this, we're looking for ways to reduce spending even more than we're doing right now. And so Monday, we, we, we talked about our plan and I'll just say it, the room was heavy. We started talking and the room just got really, really quiet. And it just felt like one of those real moments, like this is real, right? Just, just to share, I, I know we've mentioned the offering already. If, if Embrace is your home, if you're a follower of Jesus, I wanna encourage you to give. 
uh, and, and really faithfully give. If you're able to do so, faithfully and consistently give. Right now, God is doing so many amazing things. We're, we're continuing to look for more ways that we can minister to people, more ways that we can reach people, more ways that we can serve people, but not even just for the church. I wanna encourage you to give for yourself. What, what, this is just a practical, powerful step of just saying, God, I wanna trust you in all ways. And so go and give. But again, on, on Monday, we, we shared some of the financial plans with our team and the room was heavy. And when we just opened it up to our entire team, we just said, what are you guys all feeling? Like, how are you doing with all this stuff? All these uncertainties, what we just shared with all of you, like, like, how are you doing with all of this? And I just wanna share what three of our staff members, three of our staff team shared at, at the staff meeting. It was awesome. Kimberly from T. She said, it's obviously been, been hard going through this. But she shared, honestly, our family, I'm just beginning to realize during this time, our, our family never eats supper together. Like looking back over the last past months, looking back at this past year, we never eat together anymore. Like as a family, we are never at the table all at once. There's sports and activities and, and, and events and we just never eat a meal together. And then she said, I have a senior in high school this year and I'm not gonna have much, much longer with him. And so yes, it's a hard time, but this past week, We've gotten to eat meals together every single night. And this time has just brought this to the surface. And again, this horrible season is being used for good. And Jacob from our Sertoma campus, he pulled out his phone. I thought this was awesome. And he said, since this all started, I've just been keeping track of all the good things that God is doing. I've just been keeping track of all the awesome God things that, that are happening. I, I've created this list on my phone. And I just want to read off some of what Jacob had on his list Jacob wrote, local hospitals are offering childcare sign-up for people who need babysitters. Local churches are coming together to help our, our cities really for the first time in a long time. Disney released Frozen 2 earlier than, than expected. My, my grandma brought Frozen 2 for my daughter. Lord, help us. Beachbody offered 10,000 free memberships. Local schools are continuing to give out free lunches even though there is no school. Local businesses are giving away hundreds of thousands of dollars to help other local businesses. Local power companies are offering to help people pay their bills or, or push off their bills. The, 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 the tea, last night in tea, there was a, a cruise night. Becky and I, we went out there. We, it was just a cruise around tea. It was one of the coolest things that I've ever been a part of. And Jacob just shared, th these are all kinds of crazy awesome things that are happening during this time of uncertainty. And so Jacob shared, and then Holly, our executive pastor shared, she shared a post that she had seen online. And I just wanna read this post and what it said. I thought it was powerful. It says, in World War II, everyone in Great Britain was hunkered down in fear of the bombings from Germany. During that time, C.S. Lewis began a radio broadcast that broadcast became the book, Mere Christianity, one of the greatest books of all time. Isaac Newton was 20 years old during the bubonic plague hit, forcing people into their version of social distancing. During his year away from Cambridge, he created the theory of gravity. The apostle Paul, under house arrest, wrote most of the New Testament. The post ended by saying, I'm not so sure God causes these things, but I know he won't waste it. Powerful, right? Again, God didn't cause these things. God didn't cause these things, but I know he won't waste it. One more time, we're scattered and we need a message. The world might crumble, but it can't touch this. We need fire to make pure gold. 
Today, I wanna close by saying that earlier when we talked about the fire and this time bringing things to the surface, maybe one of the things that came to the surface inside of you is your need for God. Maybe you'd consider yourself a follower of Jesus, but during this time, again, your control freakness has just come to the surface. Maybe you're a person who's saying, I'm quick to love Jesus, but during this time, you're, you're trying to control and you're worrying about every single aspect of your life. Maybe you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm a Christian, but it's kind of being revealed that, gosh, you don't really rely on, on God. You're not really walking with him moment to moment. Or maybe for you, your entire life, you've kept yourself so distracted with work and, and, and your schedule and your priorities and your agenda and, 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 and money that it's taken your world being turned upside down for you to consider Jesus. It's taken this time of feeling like everything around you is crumbling to kind of just say in your soul, like, I just want to hear a little bit more about God. Like, I, you know, I did church as a kid. I, I, I kind of went there a couple of times with my grandparents. I've never been there before, but I, I'm feeling really unsteady. I'm feeling really uncertain. And I just want to hear a little bit more about what God has to say. If, if that's you, just by the way, it's awesome. It's awesome. It's never too late. I don't care how old you are. It's never too late. I don't care what you've been through. It's never too late to say, Jesus, I just want you. And so if any of this applies to you, like and you're, you've been following Jesus for years, but you, you're just realizing just how unsteady you are in your walk with him or you've never followed him, but you're just like, I want to hear more. The most simple, important thing we can pray the most powerful words we can speak to God is, is Jesus, I want to follow you. Today, I want to follow you. Jesus, I want to know more about you. I, 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 want, I, want, I, want, to, I want to I want to fall in love with you. I, I want you, more of you in my life. Would you, would you come and would you, would you fill me? I, I just want to follow you, God, because everything feels like it's crumbling. Maybe just, it's just speaking the words, God, I feel scattered and I, I need your message. Jesus, it just feels like everything around me, me is crumbling and I want what can't be touched. I, I, I want to live with great expectation during this time. I, I want whatever you're talking about that doesn't decay or, or crumble. I, I want that, God. God, and during this time, would you, would you use this time to test and refine my, my, my love for you, the person that I am? Would you help me to become more and more like you? Again, today, if, if you're just like, that's me. To speak the words, Jesus, I, I want to follow you. I want to follow you. I'm scared. I'm nervous. I'm fearful. I'm angry. I want to follow you. I want more of you today. Let's pray. Gracious Father, Heavenly King, we come before you thankful. Thankful that in these times of uncertainty, in these bizarre times that you come and you speak a word that, that feels like it's spoken directly to us. I know when I, I read that word scattered, it was just like something jumped within me. God, we're scattered physically, emotionally, spiritually. And yet everything that we have in you, it can't be touched. It can't be touched. And even though you didn't cause this, God, you're able to use it. You will not waste it. And we need fire to make pure gold. And so God, I ask that you'd use us. Even right now, I ask you'd bring some things to the surface that are not you. Selfishness and, and worry and, and, and fear and control freakness. I just ask you'd bring it to the surface. And even right now, would you just move, remove it from us, God? And would you just make us more and more like you? Jesus, from this day forward, we want to follow you. If, if, we're, if we're new to you, God, if we, we've never followed you before, God, would you just help us to maybe open up the Bible, maybe start in the Psalms and just, just read your promises, read your truth. 
We're so thankful it's never too late to come to you. That nothing changes your love. We pray all this in your name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. If this message moved you in any way, be sure to subscribe to the podcast to never miss your dose of encouragement. You can also follow us on social media with the handle at I am Embrace. Again, we are thrilled you took the time to join us today. And if you live anywhere near one of our locations in South Dakota and Minnesota, we would love to have you join us in person. You can find out more and start a conversation at imembrace.com. Thanks again for listening and have a great week.